Welcome to More For Me by yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on? What's good with you? I hope that you had an amazing week last week and that this week is going to be even better. As usual, as usual, if things are not well, my prayer is that they would get there and that you would have the peace and comfort of the Holy Spirit as you traverse towards that place. So this week, it gets special, guys. It gets so special. We have another More For Me Journeys. That means we are interviewing a guest today. And where are my manners? Pardon me. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time, we want to welcome you to the homie ship. If this is not your first time, welcome back. This is where we gather to talk about my experiences, past, present, and even those that uh, are yet to come and how I am journeying and navigating the waters towards, excuse me, the destination of more that God has for me. But the great news is God has more for you too. So we can accompany each other on our journey, become a homie, ride this homie ship as we all again move towards the destination of more that God has for each and every one of us. How can you become a homie? I'm glad you asked. Right down there, click that button. You want to click the subscribe button and make sure you turn on your notifications so that you are aware every week when the new content drops. That's on Tuesdays for your eyes and your ears. And it will be a privilege and an honor for you to be there every week to join me and the rest of the homes. Now, it doesn't matter what platform you're listening or watching on. You can subscribe. But I also would like for you to share, comment, rate, and review the episode. This week, we're digging right in with uh, the love of my life, Mr. French F. Thompson III. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's dig in. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode. It is always a privilege and an honor to come before you, but like when I get to do the More For Me journeys, it's just a, it's just a different, it's a different level of privilege. And today, no different. I am joined in the studio, literally in the studio with the Three and only, uh, the Mr. French F. Thompson III, uh, all things fine and gentry. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know how much introduction he needs. You guys met him before, but I'm going to let him say a few words. Mr. Thompson. I just want you all to know that there has been no script provided here. Really? So I'm out the gate. I just uh, <laughs> um, welcome. Uh, I was going to like welcome my uh, introducing yeah, to my yeah. podcast, but this isn't that. More for me. This is more for me. I'm glad to be here and glad to be a part of this uh, this journeys. I've recorded so many in the background. I'm kind of nervous about uh, how she'll dig into my journey, but I am here as her uh, humble servant. That's what's up. So um, as French already alluded to, um, normally uh, there's a bit of preparation and planning associated with these more for me journeys, but I. Um, He's getting some special treatment. No preparation. So this here plane is going to go. Oh, wait, what do you call it? French's family has this thing. They call it uh, aimless. And it's when they just go out and they drive around, hit the town. And whatever happens, happens. They experience it. So we'll call this episode. Maybe it's sort of like aimless. And we're just going to see where we end up. How does that make you feel? Well, that's interesting because you don't like to go aimless at all. (laughs) 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 so it's like i did it for you this is for you more for me and what's more for me there's more for you there's more for you too there's more for everybody um 
there are a couple of topics topics that uh, kind of came to mind and heart that I wanted to to dig in with you. But really, um, more. Let's start with tell us more about what it is that you think God has for you, right? So whether or not it's far in advance, you really know the the essence of your 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 purpose, your calling, uh, your destiny, and or if it's just even your the nearest more that you are you are journeying towards. Tell us tell us about that. That's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so actually this is something I've been, um, struggling with uh, as of late, um, specifically because as I'm reaching certain milestones in my career, um, I start to question a lot more, all right, what, what am I really supposed to be doing here? Um, as far as being a, a, an example or a representative in the marketplace, uh, for Christ, or is it what I initially thought um, my career path would be the gleaning all of this information and knowledge uh, from the secular world or the work world of being able to take that into uh, into ministry, not necessarily like vocational ministry, but being able to transfer that over to, um, you know, a way to help grow the church, um, the church universal or our specific church. Kind of growing the church from outside the walls of the church. Sure, I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, so, you know, I, I think for me right now, the way that I am uh, processing it is that um, it's kind of a, a be be patient mindset that there's so much more uh, to learn and glean. I'm reminded before I transition into the role I am in now. Uh, as I sat down with one of the VPs at uh, at, at my job, um, and I was talking with her about you know wanting to get over to her team or do something different. There were some like, external opportunities as well, and one of the things she told me was just be patient, just be patient. Um, you know, opportunities are are coming your way, and then not so long after, you know, got a promotion. But I think it's a little bit bigger than that of saying, you know, you have no idea what's being worked in the background on your behalf. And if we try to do too much to try to force the um, force the issue or try to force a direction that we could uh, potentially move uh, out of sequence, out of formation. Mm-hmm. WTF was the formation freedom church, freedom everywhere, freedom anywhere. Um, I do want to parenthetically say that the executive producer, if you touch that tabletop and rub your fingers again, he's probably going to have a problem. He's a stickler for don't hit your mind, don't do stuff like that. So just a heads up. But uh, <laughs> we'll close that parentheses. Uh, <laughs> I want I want to dig a dig a little deeper there and uh, and see where see where this takes us. Um, what would you say in this season? Even though I, I respect what you just said in terms of waiting patiently, um, and that's a process and a challenge for us all in life, but. Um, what do you feel your biggest call or draw is right now? So is there a particular um, theme in life, a specific area, a topic, a whatever that is like drawing your attention, your heart, like what's calling you? 
you come up with some hard questions today. Maybe these are things that we should have discussed prior. So I might be able to have a more formulated answer, but you're just going to get raw thoughts right now. That's what we want. More for me, more for you. Um. So can I can I say one thing? Um, I, I think it's so this is actually very intentional, not just because um, I didn't feel like sitting down and coming up with questions because it would be a little bit more difficult to come up question, with questions for my husband. And I didn't want to put too much thought into it and overthink it. Um, but I think there's an opportunity for me to learn more. <laughs> about you and what you're thinking in this season. Um, but for people who know you or know of you, um, I think that there's a, uh, a perfect package. Um, as we mentioned, kind of like all things fine and gentry. One of the things that people say a lot about French is like, he has it all together. It's just, um, I don't want to call it perfection in terms of like arrogance, but it's, there's, 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 there's little error. There's little need for improvement and really kind of like that all together. Um, so as we process this, I'm hoping that that vulnerability vulnerability and these raw com- conversations, uh, or this raw conversation, excuse me, kind of dispels that, that you're just a person, still a great person. And I'm an emperor, still. emperor with no clothes. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I just want people to see what I see. This dude, no, no you're, you're still an amazing person, but that, um, just like the whole show, right? We're all on some type of journey and a work in progress as we head towards that destination of more. So I'll, I'll turn it back to you. Go ahead. I think the original question was call, all right? Okay. What I mean, call to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, two things I think one is, um, humility, and not that, uh, there was a I was coming from a position of of pride that I needed to be humble, but more of, hey, there's a lot kind of going on here. And because a lot of the projects I'm working on at work are long term, I and mean, we're talking projects that are, are decades in the making, um, and some of them won't be done in a decade, right? We're working on billion-dollar stuff. And so, whereas for me throughout my career, it's been a lot of, Here's a challenging project, power through it, even if it's multi-million dollars, et cetera, power through this thing, and boom, we're here. We high five at the end, we go on to the next. Um, the projects are getting much more uh complicated, much um much longer lead times to be able to make things happen, which then slows me down, slows me down to be more methodical, take an opportunity to rethink uh the path and the plan. Um, I remember one of my um leadership a development uh, processes I went through at work. One of the focuses was to uh, slow down to go fast. And a big piece of that was saying, hey, if you slow down, you have so much more of an opportunity to be uh, excellent at your job or to be able to eliminate errors or even find more efficient and effective ways of doing it. And so I'm seeing that a lot right now that, I mean, consistently every week is a rethinking of a plan that's been put in place and not because it's a flawed plan, but it's like, hey, Let's take a look at it from a different angle. And so I see that outside as well as a way that's, you know, that I'm seeing inside, like in our family, in our relationship, et cetera. I'm saying, okay, just slow down, rethink this. As we've had more conversations, revealing more about kind of our backgrounds, it's kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, we are almost 11 years in the making, but it's still decades to go to be able to evolve and go in there. So I think that's the first thing is humility. Um, the second thing is, uh, creativity, um, and not, um, you know, like, uh, painting, a, a, a 
a tapestry or something like that, right? A shout out to Brandon. Um, <laughs> so many Brandons in your life. Like, oh, yes, yeah, right. Yeah, B Hodge. Yes. You're right. You're right. Um, and so, you know, it's creativity, thinking differently, think outside the box, um, and not a, oh, the box is broken, but saying, you can reconfigure this box a little bit differently. I have conversations consistently with my man Marcus, other people about, all right, how can we work this system a little bit differently? How can we approach being in this corporate environment differently in, in a way to say, okay, I can stack this money or if I maneuver my way this in this direction, I can get this insight, get this expertise and be able to then go somewhere with it differently or be able to um, be better at my job internally and externally. And so I think that's a lot of it is forcing me to think uh, more creatively about the path because I'm because I mean, if those that know me and those that have known me uh, or those that don't, um, I'm very risk adverse. Um, hey, there's a path forward. Come work for a company 30 years, get the pension, do everything you're supposed to do. Very traditional. Yeah, traditional. Um, but I've been challenged lately, be, be it because of the podcast that we've been dealing with, the moves, or not we're dealing with, the podcast that we've been consuming, uh, the move from Texas to California, um, you know, different opportunities in and out that I'm saying, okay, re- let me rethink my plan or rethink the way that I'm approaching this plan. Uh, and being able to say there's a, there's a different or a better way, prime example, minimalism, right? That that's a big thing that consistently in my mind. And I would say that I thought, or, or I would say that I have lived, most people probably think, you know, kind of simple, uh, more of a, a simple life. But, you know, there are people who have, who are close to me, like, hey, there are things that I have in abundance, right? Be it uh, boots or accessories or suits, coats, um, those things had an abundance. But for me, it wasn't fast fashion type stuff. It was, I'm going to acquire something that is really good quality that has a lifespan with it. So yeah, I may have a lot of coats, but the average age of those coats is seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, right? Because I don't buy for uh, excess, but I buy for quality and for longevity. Um, and so in my mind, that was a minimalistic type of thinking. But as I've approached and understood a little bit more about minimalism, uh, it's, it's about doing more with less and not in a, uh, in a position of scarcity, but more of saying, I don't need all of that to be able to accomplish my goals or to be pleased or to be happy. And so taking that time to think even more of on all levels of minimalism, not just materialistically, but also, you know, I don't need to be VP. I don't need to be COO, uh, to be able to accomplish my goals. I don't need to, you know, have X to be able to do Y. And I think that's kind of where that creativity is coming into place that I can do more, um, with less and, and, but, and do that through creativity and my calling. That's, you shot up on him. Alliterate real quick. Um, now that's really, really good. So I, I, I hear you saying that the two focuses of humility and creativity, and that it's ultimately in these challenges. Um, so I, I call them focuses, but really they're they're a challenge, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your life looks at looks like or what people perceive it to be. That um, in our faith walk, we're always being challenged, right. no matter the person. So um, that that being your challenge during this season, you mentioned that is leading you um, towards more and uh, your calling. Um, fill us in a little bit more on exactly what that means. So, how do those things thread, thread together? 
and and whatever you have in terms of knowledge of that at this time, uh, where is it leading? It sounds like it's holistic. I'll throw that part out there as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, it it is, it is right. It is holistic, um, and I, I think, you know, as I process it now, you know, I, I think a big piece of the more is saying, hey, your life can be more fulfilled beyond the, um, I'll say the the limited thinking that I had, right, of success, of what the life looked like, the uh, the French-American dream, right? Uh, that, hey, this is French's American dream. Maybe I'll put that like that. Um, and that, hey, there, there's, you know, live a little bit more and not that I had not been living before. Cause I mean, we traveled extensively, you know, love to, to experience things, but, um, you know, being able to wake up in the morning, just look at the mountains. Right. And just kind of just listen in the silence. Um, same thing like with yoga, right. Being able to kind of slow down and feel the body, feel a holistic growth there. Um, so I, I, I think the the more that I'm leaning towards or that I'm being guided towards is understanding that the life that I had envisioned for myself uh, is not the life that God maybe had. And maybe that not the God that is not the life that God had envisioned for me. Um, now, what what that picture looks like still working through it. Um, you know, I think there is a calling to do more. Um, you know, ministry based work, um, be it at, at freedom or helping people, um, become, become who they, who God has destined them to become using the skills and gifts and the exposure that I've had over the years. Right. So I'm thinking about sitting down with certain people, you know, friends and mentees and stuff like that saying, okay. I see what you're dealing with here, but let me explain what this looks like on the other side of the table, right? From being in corporate America for, you know, 15, almost 20 years, right? Being able to say, this is what this really looks like, or being able to uh, leverage the experience to be able to problem solve things that may be, may seem uh, a quagmire for some, uh, but you may be able to say, hey, I've seen this before. I've managed projects before. I've seen different levels and, and pulled these things together. And that's where where I'm being positioned and and you know directed. The other side of it though is being pulled more from a family perspective, right? So like dealing with you and the kids, working with you know our um, our parentals and our um, and our siblings, being able to say, okay, where else are there opportunities to be better, to be more engaged? Um, and kind of, you know, rethinking the mindset. I mean, I'll be honest, you know, the way I was raised is kind of like, hey, you do what you're supposed to do in this house. You go off and make a life for yourself. Not necessarily not necessarily saying, hey, see you guys later. But, yeah, see you guys later. We'll go do what we need to do. And so taking a, a step back to slow down and say, okay, there's still a, a calling or a connection back to the foundation or a foundation and being able to uh, – to live more holistically in that way. Um, I think that's some of it. That's good. That's some good stuff. There are a couple of things that you, um, that you said 
in answering the, the last question there that were intriguing. One of the things was uh, slow down. You mentioned slow down a couple of times. And as the executive producer, you are definitely uh, familiar with that being a theme in this season. I've been talking about uh, the past uh, several weeks, just about how I've been slowing down. Um, so <laughs> thematic for Team Thompson, for the family as a whole. But I, speak to what your experience has been like in the slowdown process, because life didn't slow down. I know a lot of people say, you know, COVID slowed things down a lot, a lot, a lot uh, for them. But I don't think life slowed down for us yeah. but when we moved to california there's definitely a slowing down so that we can stop and see and appreciate um god more and that's how he's moved through um creation through people through relationships and other opportunities and privileges and sometimes even some of the um, difficult circumstances that we've had to navigate so speak to what that that slowing down looks like for you um so i'm currently reading a book called emotionally healthy leadership and uh, shout out to the Freedom Leadership class that's going on right now, uh, Freedom Leadership Institute. Um, and a part of one of the things that the author had talked about was, you know, that that oftentimes we are human doings versus human beings. And so I think in Texas, we were doing a lot, not necessarily in a bad way, uh, because we had I, mean, I think we we had more balance, I would say, there because we had outlets, we had the ability to, hey, you know, have a, a babysitter that's completely comfortable with the kids um, that we're completely comfortable <laughs> with, right? So it's truly like, hey, we want to take the night off. We want to do this type of stuff. You have that balance. They had a really good school that gave them everything they needed, um, church and all that stuff. So we had balance, but we were still doing a lot. Um, and so, you know, we've definitely slowed down here because we, we haven't had the ability to do other stuff. And plus, you got COVID, they just can't go out and do things. Um, but for me, some of that, what I see is um, as I am traveling still, uh, although a little bit less, although it's going to pick up, but being able to, like, as I am navigating around, like I was, especially being in the Central Valley of California, there's so much just farmland. I've always had this affinity somehow, I don't know why, to farmland and agriculture. Um and so it is driving through there and just kind of watching the cycle of of um, of farming, right, of seeing the harvest, seeing the um, I would call it renovations or modifications that are being done in the off season. I mean, some of these orchards, I mean, literally you have, you know, thousands of acres and they'll come through and rip up all of these uh, orchards and then replant. Right. Not what I'm used to seeing, like being in, in Chicago land or uh, even like in Kansas City and other places we've lived where even Texas. Right. They're taking agricultural land and just building more houses and stuff like that. But no, they're out there, you know, after they've gotten the yield uh, or productive yield, they come in and rip all that stuff up and put nutrients back in the soil and replant the same type of crop, but they're working through that. And so, you know, I, I think that's an opportunity or something that I've started to see a lot here. It's like, Hey, you, you still have this, um, fruit that you need to produce. Um, but the method or the tree that you've been producing from, uh, for the last season, whatever, however long that season is, 
needs to be ripped up and then replanted. You know, the, the tree needs to be replanted to be able to produce fruit and more abundance and everything like that. So I think that's kind of a great analogy of what I'm seeing is like, hey, some of the things that we've been doing, again, being fruitful, doing all these things, but all right, opportunity to kind of settle in, rip up the orchard, replant, and then become more productive on the back end of it. And I, I think as I think about that, that's kind of where I'm seeing that slowdown. I'm seeing all of that come into place and say, all right, rip up the last 10 years of the marriage, right? And not in a negative manner, because again, in this analogy, you replant, you'd be able to go from there, but rip up. Nutrients back into the Yeah, yeah, rip all that stuff up, recalibrate our word for this year's unity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then be able to be more productive in the next decade. Um, you know, stuff on the job of being able to, to shift that thing around, get replanted, rip up kind of your past things that you've been doing, uh, and then be more productive in this season. Um, and I think that's, I think that's kind of where, where things are as I kind of process it right now. I love the way your mind works because like, as you started with the analogy of agriculture and looking at farmland, my next question was going to be, go ahead and let us know how that translates right into your life. And you just spoof it that right over. So uh, good job, Mr. Thompson. Silver um, spoon or family dollar fork? <laughs> Who gave that man social media? <laughs> oh man! Um, so that was, that was uh, that was that was really good. I love I love that analogy. Um, and I I, I think I want to hang there just for a second because, um, like, when you look at, for example, let's say Texas and California. Literally, um, we were in Texas last month for a couple of days and we rode by um, our previous subdivision, which was practically brand new when we moved to it mm-hmm. and to see all of the land around it, even in the eight months or whatever, um, that that land has been developed and there um, a lot of things that have taken up that, that space that was previously and at some point in time utilized for agriculture. Um, but the notion that uh, the tearing down of something, the notion that the tearing down of something doesn't necessarily mean complete destruction or it's the, the end, mm. right? It's not necessarily permanent. So you can tear down um but like you said, with the from the agricultural perspective, and you can tend to the soil, put the nutrients back in to build up your strengthening. I think that's a bit of a weird um, enduring and having the privilege to uh, to go through and experience in this season so that something else can be planted and it can grow and be as fruitful or, right. or even more fruitful. That's just that's a that's a really really good one. I don't want to uh, to glaze over that one because there may be um, there are things that we have experienced and we will experience, but definitely for the homies um, that there may be something that you're going through like right now, and that what may seem like is being torn down or is just not what you anticipated or envisioned it to be, that it doesn't necessarily have to be that. And there's an opportunity literally for more in every. Every single thing that we face, but it's about our ability and our 
our ability to receive the perspective of how God is choosing to move and work in and through us, um, that you then see that, hey, I was being strengthened. <laughs> Nutrients are being put back into right. this foundation, uh, which agriculturally is the soil, so that something else can be built up so that it can grow, grow strong. And I, I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I, I, it's it's been new to me as I've kind of processed through that. So um, it's a lot to kind of digest and then try to allow for that to manifest itself in you so you can be you can receive it because you can you can resist it. Mm. Right. Um, you can resist it or you can try to plant something else that's not meant in that soil. Right. But um, but you have to be willing to uh, be kind of um, shuffled and, and tore up in order to be kind of replanted and, and grow from there. And so I think it'd be a great time for a commercial break, if you don't mind. You want to take a commercial break? I would like to. I love to. All right. And we are back from our commercial break. And so I wanted to dig a little bit more. You keep digging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why the chain game. Maybe it's because you're a railroader, technically. Mm-hmm. That just popped in my head. It's. Big comical. Um, yeah, but they weren't actually digging, right? They weren't digging. They, they were like, I don't know why it popped into my head, but <laughs> I've been working on the railroad. I'm pulling it together. You see that? <laughs> Got it. All right. You're not really pulling it together. All right. So I do want to dig a little more. Um, you have, let's stick with the agriculture, right? Uh so you have trees that were producing fruit, but they're no longer producing. What did you call it? Active yield. Yeah, well, they, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't as as productive as fruitful as they can be, right? And so um, you have producing, you're fruitful, uh, declining productivity. You have something being torn up. You have uh, nutrients being planted back into the soil. You have something new being planted. You have the waiting period, you mm-hmm. have growth, and you have new productivity. We'll call those the, the phases that I'm thinking. Okay. Good luck keeping up with that. Um, but where do you think you are now? Has it been torn down? Mm. Um, and I just want you to answer this question without too much explanation. But um, What phase down, am I in? Yeah, what phase of that 85-step process I just explained you, which do you think you find yourself right now? I think in some areas I am between – torn down and um and uh and replanted if that makes sense so like like different parts of my life i can be in different phases but i am i'm definitely in the replanting season holistically holistically in the replanting season so Mm -hmm. nutrients already in the foundation or the soil no the soil yeah um, I distinguish between those. So I'm going to take a step back. Since I know I had like 85 posts, I broke that down into so many steps. Nutrients being planted. <laughs> Is that good? Nutrients being planted for 200, Alex. Rest in peace. Um, okay, so you're the nutrients being planted uh, phase. Is it comfortable? Is it fun? Is it challenging? Like, Tell us what is this? What's this season like? Um, what can one expect? <laughs> now it may not be identical to your process, but what can one expect in the? I think I think I think when nutrients being planted, then you're working out new ideas as well as, um, you know, when nutrients are planted in any type of soil, 
uh, a lot of things want to sprout up immediately, right? Um, just like when it rains. When it rains, anything that was in that soil, the weeds will grow, you know, all that stuff wants mm-hmm. to wants to come up. Um, and so I think right now is shuffling through what is, you know, weeds or other stuff that does not you know, need to be there. Right. Um, taking it all of it in and then realizing what's the good plant to be grown out of this or what's the um, what which of these uh, things that have been sitting in the soil right beneath the surface are are. Um, ready to to go uh, versus ones that need to be plucked out. Hmm. Let's talk about that plucking, right? <laughs> You're like, really? you going to keep on digging? <laughs> this interview is going amazingly well, I think. I'm really? I having a good time. I stayed up on Friday night and I watched uh, Oprah oh, you interview Megan and Harry and I am feeling encouraged. <laughs> Yeah, my Larry King on in this one, world's greatest interviewer. Let's get it. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of pets to one's own back, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Anyway, um, what about the plucking, right? So it's, it's pretty easy to, um, oh, keep rolling with this analogy, right? So as a child, I remember bringing in dandelions <laughs> to my mom and. One, you kill a flower when you pull it up. But I'm like, hey, let's put this in some water. This is beautiful for you. But a dandelion is seen as a weed and undesirable, right? So you have all these things that pop up. But some of them may look pretty, but they're not really um, valuable or worth keeping. Um, and we're going to say in your opinion, not necessarily in the eyes right. of the world. Right. Um, but you have some that just look like weeds and it's like, nah, no good. And then you have what is beautiful and, fr- and and fruitful and what you want to last your perennials like come back every year right um so that's why i said let's talk about the plucking because you have all of these things but how are you distinguishing and with you know in in a general you can generalize like what are some things that you're utilizing to help you distinguish what do i pluck yeah um the first thing that i've been got kind of processing is uh Reducing the amount of nutrients that I'm pouring in. Mm. All right. So, you know, we've had conversations about like there's so much content out here. Right. So much. And it's good stuff. Right. Uh, You know, different podcast folks, you know, different, you know, TED talks, different books, et cetera. It became overwhelming. Right. It's all good. It's not bad stuff. Much of anything. Yeah. But it's just it's just. And so the. When you take, we're taking in all of that content, all of those nutrients. Any, essentially, it be, you you become so fertile that anything can grow, right? Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, um, that's been the first thing is to kind of slow down what I'm consuming because I just can't do enough. I can't do anything with it. It's just too much. The second thing is, is processing through some of the ideas and concepts. Uh, initiatives, creativity that's coming to the mind, right? So, for example, for, you know, our house, we're like, hey, man, we can really invest in real estate. We can do all of this, right? So it's going from, man, we sell this house, move into a rental, do this, right? Or we just go into a two, three, four flat, we can do this. Or matter of fact, how about you move back to Michigan? I get an apartment, 
we do this, we commute, but we save us so much money. We can do this, this, and this, right? It's just all of these ideas. That's specifically just kind of like real estate. Um, but being able to, to now methodically kind of walk through and say, okay, what's really feasible? What is the appetite uh, to be able to do it? Um, you know, I heard something recently on one of the podcasts I listened to. Hurry up and wait is also part of it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but one of the things I listened to recently is said, you know, uh, you have to be cognizant of how much, um, and this one was talking about organizational dynamics, how much dissent an organization can metabolize before it turns into indigestion, right? But that's the same way for your mind, your body. You have to realize how much information you can actually digest before you become sick, right? Mentally, physically, uh, et cetera. So I think for me, it's it's methodically kind of working through those those ideas uh, being able to sit down as I'm driving to work or as I'm flying in the on, in the airplane from one day station to the next or I'm driving in the middle of the Central Valley or in the middle of the Mojave Desert, start processing all those things. The majority of the time, for most people that don't know, I listen to nothing. My wife hates it. I listen to nothing in the car, right? I may have some NPR on, but for those that don't know, NPR will repeat the same stuff every two hours, especially if it's you know in the morning or the evening. So it's stuff that you've already digested. So I just I drive in silence and in that silence, I allow for me to work through all of those different things that are happening in my mind, all those things that I've been fed and then start to pluck out the stuff that just isn't like, oh, that's that's cool. It's just not going to work. Right. And so that's that process. And then when I have digested something good enough, that's when you'll get a text. Right. Or you get an email or I'll call you and say, hey, this is what I think about this. (laughs) And you're like, what? You know, but. It's because I've had time to pull out all the other stuff and be able to kind of focus home and hone in on and be able to come up with the idea or the plan or or the genius that you say people see on the other side of it. Like, oh, man, he got a plan. Well, it's, I've taken a long time to kind of digest and then get my mind around what I'm willing to put my energy behind and what I'm physically able to actually pursue uh, within the within the the bounds that I can actually function and do those things. That's good. I, I probably uh, should have inserted a um, point of information sooner, just in terms of French is a learner. Um, so like as he talks and focuses on uh, being cognizant of how much information he's consuming and being poured into him, um, some people could say it's a bit excessive. Like he's always looking to learn uh, and and understand um, and He's even said it like have a working knowledge of everything and or a, a vast amount of things. And so with that, that may that may be a bit different. But I think I want to emphasize not that, you know, you have to uh, consume and just be a learner because that may not be your your wiring or your style. But it is that we we should all be consuming. Yeah. So there's there has to be something coming into us, whether through our eyes, or our ears. But that's coming in, in that has the uh, potential to build us up, to strengthen us, um, to put nurturants back into that soil or the foundation so that it can be ready for the next um, um, seed that's going to be planted and so that it can do what it's supposed to do, grow and be fruitful. Um, so that's something that we definitely want to take away from that is that there's something that we we should be consuming and we have to be cognizant of what it is that we are consuming because what you sow will eventually grow. Um, so you want to make sure that it's something that that's good. The second thing that you said I really want to highlight here is uh, it's about taking the time and whether or not, uh, you know, that's 
that's relative. It's definitely subjective in terms of I took a lot of time. Right. You could have spent a couple of weeks on it, uh, where for me, it could have been a couple of months. But that will differ for from person to person. We're all unique in that way. But making sure that there is some time to actually process and allow for um, <laughs> for, for, for things to to be worked out in, uh, in wisdom. One of the things that uh, I did a post the other day and it's like <laughs> experience isn't the best teacher. Right. And yeah. I, I said that because really sometimes there's wisdom. Most of the time there's wisdom. Um, sometimes we do have to experience some things that's a part of our journey. But sometimes there's literally just wisdom to be able to go to someone to seek God, um, to turn to the word of God that's already disclosed to us what should be done and or what is more of a strategic maneuver for us in our life and in this season. Like what is it exactly that we um, that we should and or can be doing? But that literally that literally takes time. Um, so thank you. Thank you for uh, for for walking us through that. Yeah. I want to um, give you an opportunity um, to put a bow on it. You always say how I like to put a bow on it, but I've noted that almost everything you said, you put a bow on. Um, so <laughs> there must be a lot of bows in this house. Um, but There's some bows in this house. <laughs> some bows in this house. That was ignorant. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. See, you're here for it. No, yes, not are. at all. Yes, you are. That will not come out of the episode. You are here for it. Um, but how would you put a bow on it as we uh, look at um, your your journey, right? Yeah. It's a, well, this interview has been a bit aimless, uh, but very intentional. And I think the same can be said about your life, right? It may seem aimless, but it's all very intentional and, and, and headed in a direction. That's good. Um, so so, so what, what would you like to uh, to share as your parting words with the homies? So the bows in this house that I need to find. Um, yeah, I, I think one of the things when you were kind of talking, one of the things that came to my mind is that uh, you can't produce, right, without stuff being put in, right? Essentially, like you said, you can't breathe without sewing, all those types of things. And so for me, kind of in this, in this season, um, as I'm going through what would traditionally be like uh, considered like a midlife crisis, uh, because and the reason I say that is because uh, the average lifespan is somewhere between 70 to 80. Right. And so if I am roughly in that same age, then I am halfway uh, there. So it's not a midlife crisis, but a midlife uh, um, re- reckoning. That sounds so negative. More of a. Uh, an opportunity to kind of rethink and reshape and, and um, recalibrate. recalibrate. I like that. Um, uh, the re- Ooh, you can call this episode the recalibration of French Thompson. But I'm not. So let's keep going. Um, and so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More for me. More for you. Continue. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say that this is an opportunity for me to kind of get poured into a lot more so that I can be a better conduit and be better at what I believe that is a part of my calling, or at least what has been revealed to me as part of my calling. Um, and so, you know, looking forward to seeing what else is being planted in this soil, um, intentionally planted in this soil for me to be productive and to be able to produce um, meaningful work, meaningful output, meaningful fruit. Um, 
and and you know beyond that's kind of here for the for the journey here for the growth here for the um here for the rain right um because it allows for me to absorb a lot more and be ready for whatever comes comes next that's awesome I know sometimes I'll say things and you'll be like, did you really mean that? It looks some kind of way. So I have to preface this so that you receive it. I think um, uh, as the uh, privileged person that gets to accompany you on your journey forevermore, um, I am looking forward to your latter years. And even though I'm just because you said you're halfway, I don't believe that exact number per se, but just in, in the Bible, of, you're only guaranteed <laughs> 70 years. All right. So <laughs> I like literally um, with all that I've witnessed and experienced and even heard about before we um started dating and stuff like that of your life in the the growth and the nutrients that are being poured in into you and as you continue to grow and become the man of God that he called you to be like I'm looking forward to the latter years and that that journey of more and and what is to come so you can say you, why is it the latter years how about the next years I'm looking forward to the next years okay. like the latter years like the latter gonna be way better than the <sighs> You ain't gonna just take this compliment. I receive it. I receive it. <laughs> How about that? He's gonna take this compliment. Well, I appreciate you being here today. It's been uh, an honor and and a privilege, truly, to to dig in to <laughs> dig into French Thompson. What an amazing episode! I really, really enjoyed the episode getting my Oprah and Larry King on. Um, but I, I, I really, really hope that you receive something from it so much so that you're going to share this episode. You're going to take time to maybe even re-listen it or look at the notes that you jotted down as you look at processing um, your journey and where you are right now as you head towards the destination of more that God has for you. Uh, French shared vulnerably and we greatly appreciate that. Uh, of course, as, as, as a wife, I was learning and taking it in and soaking it up. But again, just some really good nuggets about the different parts of the process of the journey and knowing yourself and being in tune with, with what you need and our theme always, it seems, uh, especially in this season of slowing down and what we can do when we don't try to hurry past life or push past moments. So again, thank you guys for tuning in and joining for this episode. I hope to see you here same time next week, same mode. Just make it happen, Captain. And as always, remember, God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care. <laughs>